Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host and your guide, Sharon D. Meadows. If you've been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. I am so, so happy that you're here. Before I get started with introducing myself, if you're new to the podcast, I just want to give a huge heartfelt thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has listened in, that has left a comment, that has answered a poll question, that has just been a part of this journey with me on this podcast. We've reached the 20,000 play milestone. So this podcast has been listened to now it's over 20,000 times. Um, and I just want to say thank you because I can remember when there was only two people listening to it, me <laughs> and one of my friends. I would listen, I would record it, I would listen to it, and then my friend would listen and give me feedback. So, and that wasn't that long ago. So we're, we're over 20,000 now. And so I just want to say thank you. I'm, I'm just honored and humbled by, um, people receiving the message that I am sharing. Now, if you've never been here before and this is your first time, I'll allow me to introduce myself. I am Sharon D. Meadows. I am a inspirational speaker, transformative teacher, and the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. If you wanna find me, I am on Facebook. If you want to connect with me, I am on Instagram. On Facebook, I am Sharon D. Meadows. On Instagram, it is the Journey to Self-Love podcast. So please look me up, find me, let's connect. I'd love to have you in my circle with me on social media. So let's just jump right into it. I was just reflecting on life and situations and just all the times that I've made decisions and choices um, when I really wasn't in a place where I really understood how important it is to love yourself and that your choices and your decisions will reflect that. <laughs> so as I've been on my own intentional journey to self-love and the more I've learned to appreciate, accept, and love myself, my, my decision-making has changed. It has grown. It has evolved. Um, my life has changed. It's been a very transformative process. Um, but I can think back to when it wasn't like that. It was, whew, it, it, it's been a journey. That's, that's for sure. So I wanted to just share something with you just to get you to think about your own life and your own experiences and your own decisions and just how understanding how important learning to love yourself really is. I mean, it is it, so important. I can't even, it, there's not enough time to even talk about it. So we have to talk about it in segments on this podcast, but it, it's really important. What I was reflecting on is why it's so important to value yourself and put yourself in a, a position of being first in your life. And as I, I was reflecting back on past situations and past experiences, I even began to think about 
other people that don't have a problem with putting themselves first. And so I was just thinking, I was thinking about, you know, interactions with other people. And I was like, wow, he didn't have a problem with putting himself first and me second or last. Or she didn't have a problem with putting herself first and me second or last. So why should I have a problem with putting me first when other people don't have a problem with it? Now, I know this message is not going to resonate with everyone. Some people feel like putting themselves first is selfish. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. That's just not how I feel. And I've had to learn the hard way through some hard circumstances and very difficult situations that if you don't learn how to put yourself first, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you dearly. If you don't learn how to put yourself first, it can cost you dearly. So I was sharing a story about a past romantic relationship. I was sharing it with a close friend of mine. And I was this was recently, like a day or two ago. And I was just talking I wasn't talking about the, you know, the relationship. I was just telling him something that had happened and then I ended up sharing a little bit more with him and then we found ourselves laughing. He said, How did you end up in that situation? And I said, How did I end up in that situation? And then when I thought about it, I said, because I, 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 didn't, I hadn't learned to love myself yet. That's how I ended up in that situation. I ended up in that situation because I didn't know what self-love looked like. I didn't know what it felt like. I didn't know how to put myself first. And it cost me. It, it cost me. So if you've been here before, you know that I don't script the podcast conversation is just an intimate conversation between me and you. I share based on personal experiences, what I've been through, not what other people have told me or what I've heard or read, but from my own personal experiences, because that's how I learn the most and that's how I learn the best. I was in a situation where I met someone And the person that I met had several children, and they were small children. At the time, I was divorced, and I felt like I was ready to start dating, but I wasn't really sure if getting into a relationship with someone with multiple small children was something that I was ready to sign up for. So I met this gentleman. He has three children. He has custody of them and they're small. When I say small, they were all under the age of nine. All three of them were under the age of nine. The first date, the first date, He gets a babysitter, and we go on our first date. Now, up until that point, we've been communicating for several weeks because he does have custody of the children. He has his own business. He, he, has, he, he has a business um, that he 
runs and manages himself. And his schedule did not permit anything else other than just communicating on the telephone. So after several weeks, after we've, you know, been talking and getting to know each other, he invites me out to dinner. And he now has the um, ability to get a babysitter. So now we're going to go out to dinner. So when he arrives to my home, he comes to my home to pick me up. He wants to do an official date. And I was comfortable with it because we've been talking on the phone for several weeks, over a month. He comes to my home. He picks me up. He brings roses. We go out to dinner. And shortly after we ordered appetizers and drinks, within five minutes, the appetizer hadn't even come out yet. Within five minutes, he gets a text. And the text says, come and get these kids. They won't listen to me. And he showed me the text. He said, we have to leave. And I said, what, what, what is that? And he said, the babe, that's the babysitter. And I read it. It said, come and pick up your kids. They won't listen to me. And so the appetizer comes out. We, we eat it very quickly. And we leave to go get the kids. So on the way to pick up the children, I said to him, you're going to drop me off at home, right? He goes, no, this is it, this date is going so well. We're just going to pick the kids up and we're going to continue the date. And I'm thinking, how's that going to work? I said, well, well you're gonna, we're going to have the kids, with you know, and the, this is our first date and I'm meeting your kids already. And so instead of speaking up for myself, I'm letting him. I'm letting him tell me what I'm about to do for the rest of the evening, even though I wasn't comfortable with it and I didn't want to do it. But I didn't say anything. So I keep my mouth closed. We go to pick up the children. And they're asleep. And he brings them out to the car, buckles them in the back one by one. And I look at them and they are absolutely adorable. They were asleep. And they were adorable. So when he gets in the car, you know, he's he's upset with the babysitter. And he was like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. And I'm so sorry. He's apologizing. But he wants to continue the date. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how am I going to get home? What's going on here? And there's three kids in the back of the car. And they're all under the age of nine years old. Well, we go to his place. He tells me that he's going to order dinner for the kids and for us because we still hadn't eaten anything other than the appetizer that we had at the restaurant. And while he's doing that, I look at the oldest child, which was a girl, and I'm looking at her hair, and I'm like, Something needs to be done with her hair. It's not being taken care of. And now on my first date with this gentleman, I am combing this child's hair that I just met. I just met him a couple of hours ago, and now I just met the child, and now I'm combing her hair on my first date.
I think some of you by now probably know where this story is going. <laughs> Fast forward a few days. I'm picking the kids up from school, all three of them. Just a couple of days later, I get a phone call. Hey, I'm at the office. I need to work late. The kids are at school, after school care and at the daycare. Do you mind picking them up for, for me? I just met this man a couple of days ago, and now he's asking me to pick up his three children, all under the age of nine years old. And I, I said, yes, I'll do it. And I picked the children up. I'm going to pause right there. I need to take a quick uh, water break. My throat's a little... <clears throat> Give me one second. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Thank you so much for staying with me and not going anywhere and allowing me to take a quick water break. So before the break, I was saying that Within a few days of meeting this gentleman and these three children, now I'm picking them up from school. And the next thing I know is I'm in a full-blown relationship with this man. And now I'm taking the kids to school. I'm cooking them breakfast. I'm taking them to school. I'm picking them up. I'm cooking them dinner. I'm giving them a bath. I'm brushing their teeth. I'm reading them bedtime stories. And this happened so quickly. And if you go back before the break, I said when I first met him and discovered that he had three small children, all under the age of nine years old, that I didn't even know if I wanted to sign up for that. But now, very quickly, within a short amount of time, not only have I signed up for it, I, well, I, 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 I don't remember signing up for it, but I'm living it. I know I'm no longer working on my business, but his business is flourishing because now he has someone to take care of the kids. And now he's able to go in early in the morning to the office and he's able to to grow his business much more effectively and efficiently than he was before. Because now all of the things that he was doing before regarding the children, he doesn't have to do that now. He's just focusing on his business. Now I'm doing it for the children, but I'm not focusing on my stuff. I'm not focusing on my business. I didn't have time. And I'm now tired. So after dealing with three small children all under the age of nine years old, and the smallest one in daycare, I found myself ex by 9.30, 10 a.m. in the morning. I'm exhausted. I got the kids up, got them dressed, fixed their breakfast, fixed their lunch, checked their homework, took them to school, and now it's 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm so tired that I don't even feel like taking the little one to daycare. She's going to roll with me today. <laughs> Sometimes I would look at her and i say, you know what? 
pretty girl, you just hanging with me today because I'm too tired. I'll get you dressed later. I got those two off to school. I'll get you dressed later. So sometimes, you know, it, it was, that, that was my day. But I just said I didn't know if I wanted to sign up for that. But I did not speak up for myself. I let and allowed someone else to put their needs first because they knew what their needs were. And now they're getting what they want and I'm not getting what I need or what I want. And I don't even know if I signed up for this. I don't even know if I want to sign up for this, but I'm in it and I'm living it every single day. And it didn't really hit me until a producer from a reality show reached out to me and she said, we were doing some searching and we're looking at social media and in this algorithm, you came up in the top and we wanted to talk to you about this reality show. And I was like, tell me more. And when she told me, I said, oh, no, that's not my life. And then I'm explaining to her, my life is I'm in a relationship with this entrepreneur and he's got three small children and they're under the age of nine and I'm now wearing sweatpants and yoga pants and my hair is in a ponytail and I don't look like that anymore. Like how you saw me on social media. I don't look like that anymore. Matter of fact, I don't even feel like that anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired every day. Matter of fact, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing now. I don't even, I'm not even pursuing. You think that I'm pursuing this path. I'm not even on that path anymore. Someone else has put me on their path. And that's the conversation that I had with the reality show producer. And what I was telling her in so many words was, I don't know who I am anymore because I'm allowing someone else to tell me who I am based on what they need. Does this sound familiar to anyone? Does this story resonate with you? That your needs... And your wants and your plans and your path is no longer yours because someone else that knew what they wanted and what they needed, they put you on a path that they needed you to be on. And now you're not even on your own path anymore. And now you don't even know who you are anymore. And now you don't feel like you used to feel. And now you don't look like you used to look. You don't even recognize yourself anymore. That was my life. That's the story I was sharing with my friend the other night. And so my friend said to me, how did you get out of it? When did you get out of it? What happened? He's like waiting to know what happened next. And I told him, I literally woke up one morning and I said, I didn't sign up for this shit. (laughs) What am I doing? I said that to myself. I did not sign up for this shit. What am I doing? This is not what I signed up for. This is not where I am in my life right now. This is not where I want to be in my life right now. And I had to go back to remember who I was before I met this man. What was I doing before I met this man? What were my goals before I met this man? What were my plans before I met this man? What were my ambitions before I met this man? I had to go back. And remember those things because I'm living a life and I didn't sign up for this shit. 
nor did I want to. How did I get out of it? I just got out of it. Did I get out of it the best way possible? Is there a best? Did I get in it the best way possible? (laughs) Probably not. I got dumped into it, so I dumped myself out of it. Sometimes it's like that. Let's just be real. Sometimes I didn't go into it easy, so maybe there was no easy way to get out of it without feelings being hurt. My feelings were being hurt for being placed in a situation that I didn't want to be in. But who hurt my feelings? Me. Because I was allowing someone else to tell me what I was going to do. I was allowing someone else to create the reality of my life. I was no longer in control of my destiny. I was allowing someone that knew what they wanted, that knew what they were doing, to create my reality for me because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings or I didn't want to be selfish. Well, let me tell you something. The reality of it is this. If you don't put yourself first in your own life, you're being selfish to yourself. You're being selfish towards yourself. You have one life to live. And if you're not the priority in your life, then in whose life are you a priority? Several years ago, I was involved in a business relationship and the business partner was dictating to me how things were going to go with the business. So the more I did, the more the business partner pushed. The more I produced, the more results, the more the expectations grew. And then it got to a point where, just like in that relationship, I didn't recognize myself anymore. Now, I'm t- this, is, this is not romantic now. I've switched gears. This is a business situation. I'm in uh, part two. I'm in another situation, this time a business situation with a business partner. And now I'm allowing her to create my reality for me because she knows what she wants and she knows what she needs because her desires and needs and wants are her priority. So I just happen to be a a, a, a piece, a piece in her puzzle to get what she wants. And she's pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it until once again, I'm tired. And now I'm allowing another person to create my reality. And now I'm exhausted. And now I'm going beyond the limits because someone is pushing me and telling me what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be doing it to benefit them once again. And I don't recognize myself once again. But this time, what did it cost me? I was so exhausted from this business partnership and this business relationship and what it was taking out of me to meet the expectations of my business partner. I was so exhausted that I 
drove myself in the ground, literally. Little sleep, little rest. Just go, 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 go. And the next thing I know, two o'clock in the afternoon, on Christmas Day, 2016, I'm driving down I-45 in Texas, and I fall asleep at the wheel and crash my car head on into the concrete barrier, the concrete median in the middle. It nearly cost me my life for not speaking up and putting myself first and making sure that I'm the priority in my life. And after that experience, it was eye-opening for me that I could have left and exited the earth that day, that day. And guess what? My business partner would have found another partner and she would have kept doing what she was doing. But I would have been gone. You see? In the, in the romantic relationship with the gentleman with the three small children, all be, be uh, younger than the age of nine. When I left, <laughs> I got a call like two weeks later from a friend of mine, from a neighbor. She said, I saw your ex-boyfriend at church with a new woman a week, a week or two later. He found another nanny. <laughs> That's what I was. He found another nanny. He wouldn't have found another nanny to date, right? My point is this, friends. If you don't put yourself first and you don't make yourself a priority and you don't take care of you, if you're not here, trust and believe me, life is going to continue without you. People going to date after you leave. People going to get married after you leave. People going to have babies after you leave. People going to go to college after you leave. People going to start businesses after you leave. Your business partner will start another, continue a business without you after you're gone. If you're not putting yourself as the priority and taking care of yourself, when you are not here anymore, the world is going to continue on without you. If that's not eye-opening for you, I don't know what else is. That's my time. I thank you so much for joining me. I just want you to think about what, we, what we're talking about here, that you are the priority in your life. I always like to give an example of an exercise to do for the next conversation, just to get you thinking. What I want you to do is write, take a piece of paper, any piece of paper, I want you to write down numbers one, two, three, one, two, three. And I want you to think back in your mind and reflect on your life and your experiences and think about three situations in your life where you didn't put yourself as the number one priority in your life and you allow someone else to prioritize your reality and prioritize, prioritize for you. I want you to write down three situations where that has occurred. And then right beside that, I want you to write down what it cost you. I want you to start thinking about what is not truly knowing how to love yourself. What is it costing you?
and we'll continue the conversation from there. I am your friend, your host and your guide on the journey to self-love. I am Sharon D. Meadows. I thank you and I'll see you the next time.